0: Welcome to the Recycle Podcast, where we discuss everyday issues from a mental health perspective. We are your hosts, Dr. Lafanya Jones, Dr. Rashonda Strickland, and Dr. Nichelle Wall. Now don't get it twisted, we're not going to be your stereotypical therapists. What we will be is down to earth, informative, a little spicy, and vulnerable. All right interns, turn up the volume, grab your pen and paper, it's supervision time. As a reminder, this podcast is not meant to take the place of a relationship with a licensed mental health professional. Welcome back to session 36, Falling Standing Still. Okay, interns, what this session will be about today is Manipulation. (laughs) (laughs) So as customer, we typically give you the definition of the session. So what is manipulation influencing or attempting to influence the behavior or emotions of others for one's own purpose? So how do you know you're being manipulated? You feel fear, obligation and guilt. You might feel scared to do it, obligated to do it or guilty about not doing it. Now, guys, this is not an exhaustive list of the types of manipulation that are out there because there are dozens, it seems like. We even had to condense our own list. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, I know when I was doing research, I was like, oh, my gosh, there's so many different ways you can manipulate a person. It almost makes you scared to, like, talk <laughs> it does. and communicate because it's like, oh, my God, am I manipulating somebody? Because mm-hmm. it almost seems like everything. Yeah. It's a possibility. Yeah. So, guys, I was wondering, what do you think is the most commonly used type of manipulation tactic I would have to say probably gaslighting um I think because we are so engaged with one another you know we tend to communicate with people with a motive mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I could definitely see that How about you Dr. Wall I would say it's probably a toss-up between gaslighting, projection, and deflection. Mm. Ooh. Now y'all know we're going to have to explain those. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, and I think we've talked about gaslighting, you know, kind of periodically and sporadically mm-hmm. throughout various um, sessions. Um, so, but if you guys aren't familiar with this uh, term uh, gaslighting, so this is basically one person tries to, Um, use different tactics in a way to make the other person feel or believe that what they're thinking, feeling um, is not in reality and that this person is quote unquote crazy. Um, So the person that is being manipulated starts to feel like, you know, they're essentially losing their mind. Like, what in the world? Well, I thought that's what you meant or I thought that's what you said and they don't you know, they start to question themselves mm-hmm. on what they think and what they feel. Yeah. You know? I, yeah no, does, does, <laughs> I was, does that sound fair? Like, yeah, a pretty? yeah. Okay. no, no, no. i not I, sure if y'all going to add anything. No, I, I definitely agree with it. I was just thinking about what you were saying because, you know, I have so many clients come in and they, it seems like they have that ingrained like they apologize a lot. They was like, oh, you know what made me, I didn't mean to say it like that. Wait, hold on. You know, and it's, it, it makes it, people seem like they're very timid mm-hmm. yeah, and uncomfortable communicating with people. So that's one of the ways you can probably, you probably need to be mindful. If you communicate that way, you may need to be mindful of if you, who the people you've been communicating with, if they've been gaslighting you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I would say when you're dealing with somebody that has, or has gaslit or is gaslighting, you, your gut is going to tell you like, ah, uh, no, I don't think that's right. Mm-hmm. And, you Pay know, attention to the intuition. Right. You know, we question ourselves just on a general basis, not even when we're being manip- manipulated. A lot of us question ourselves a, a lot of the time, but in particular in situations like this, You know, your your mind and like Dr. Jones just said, your intuition is going to kind of spark when you feel and you especially if you know something is true, you know, but when you feel that, don't deny it. You Mm -hmm. know, it's okay to question, you know, what you're thinking and feeling, but don't question it with the purposes of denying what you're, you're thinking and feeling. And don't always question yourself when you confront someone who's gaslighting you you'll see them backpedaling well no I didn't mean I didn't mean that you didn't say that I'm just "Mm -mm -mm -mm." you said what you said you said what you said and you said it with like you meant it Mm -hmm. you said it with your chest (laughs) like uh like NeNe said on uh the reunion I said (laughs) what I said (laughs) (laughs) okay I think it's important that you know the interns realize like when you're self-aware you are self aware no one can be the expert of you but you. Mm-hmm. You are your own expert. So if someone is coming in and telling you that this is like this or this is like this, and that's not across the board with all your friends, family, friend groups, whatever, then you know there's probably something going on in the ma- manipulation er- area. Excuse me, y'all. Mhm. No, oh, I agree with that. No, wholeheartedly. It doesn't hurt to sit down and self-reflect. Mm -hmm. You know, it's a skill that is useful to you in so many ways, not just in the manipulation area, but just in general, just being able to kind of sit back and look at your day, look at your thoughts, look at your feelings, look at your behavior and see, you know, what needs to change, what boundaries you need to set with yourself or with others. You know, that's, it's helpful just across the board. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And the more you confront someone who's gaslighting and we'll talk about this on others as well. So you'll probably hear us say this statement of uh, a few times, but whenever you feel like you're being uh, manipulated through gaslighting, it's okay to confront. So make sure you confront mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that way. You won't walk away questioning yourself. Yeah, absolutely. So um, you mentioned in our addition to the common ones projection. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. Okay. Uh, So projection is basically, I, as the manipulator, place my feelings on to you. So I may say something like, are you mad at me? Even though I'm really the one that's mad at you? Yeah, but I will in, you know, in a way, try to make you think that you're mad at me, so that then I can get, you know, let's get this party started. (laughs) Wow, that's some sh- that's some truth. When I, was, I was almost cussed. <laughs> you know, because it's like, look, I'm ready to fight. I'm I got an argument, so let me go pick at you real quick and just throw this stuff out there. Mm-hmm. And you know, I feel like that's so cowardly. If you have uh, some beef with me, just say it. Just talk. Come to me and talk about what we need to talk about. Mm-hmm. Don't be trying to put it on me. Say it with your chest. Yeah. Yes, you do sim- one feel it. It's similar to what we were talking about in a previous session about you know transferring. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You know, when we use the example of the movie two can play that game, how you go in and you transfer off. Not that specific situation is projection, but it's similar in the the way the energy flows. Mm -hmm. Mm No, I agree. Mm -hmm. You know, and sometimes it's because it's hard for me to deal with my own stuff. So Mm -hmm. if I can make it seem like it's you, then it makes it easier for me to deal with the situation. Yep. Because I don't want to face my own stuff on my own. That reminds me of, I, I believe all three of us have had couples like this who one of, the, one of the people really want to get a divorce, but they don't want to be the seen as the bad person. Oh, yeah. So they try to, you know, push the other one to saying or to doing or doing meaning filing for divorce. Mm-hmm. And when they just need to say, I want a divorce. Yeah. Both oh, yeah. of y'all bad for each other. Right. So just stop it mm mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. that's how all of well not that's not the only reason why but that's one of the reasons why you know cheating comes comes in and uh, mistreatment come in and if for some domestic violence yeah that that's a form of projection as well you hear that a lot well um the one person accusing the other of cheating mm-hmm. you know but it's usually the one that's making the accusation. Mm-hmm. Somebody yes. would. I- <laughs> that's the one that's cheating. <laughs> so I made you cheat. I pulled your pants down, and set the whole. Se- okay, but you did. even even if I'm not even <laughs> cheating, I'm not even cheating. You just accusing me of cheating because you cheating. Mm-hmm. No, I'm not cheating. <laughs> it just be too much. Yeah. mhm. just trying to throw it out there on you. Hmm okay um and then you said deflection right yeah okay so i don't have deflection on my list (laughs) well uh a basic way to look at deflection is kind of like visually y'all know i like visuals is the something coming at you and instead of you absorbing it and processing it you automatically push it off and redirect into a totally different direction that you weren't previously discussing or talking about, or has nothing to do. So, Dr. Strickland and I could have been in here talking about pink bubblegum ice cream from Baskin Robbins, and then <laughs> I know <laughs> specific. <laughs> That's why I chose it. But then, because I want some, I may be like, "Oh, you remember when we went to the park that one time and you saw we saw those geese and we was eating the barbecue?" That has absolutely nothing to do with it. It's a protection you know, tactic, but it's also a form of manipulation and not deal with your stuff. Mm-hmm. Wow. I would be so confused. And yeah, in that conversation. <laughs> yeah. I'd be like, wait, what? Well, hold on. What? I, I'm what? Yeah. This is the hard left turn. Mm-hmm. Yes. You know, this is not just a, a, a slight change in subject. This is like, Oh, we made a left turn at Albuquerque. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I got you. You know, and it stuns the other person, Mm -hmm. you know, it keeps them off their game and it it gives you a a way to kind of be up on them Mm -hmm. because now they're like, uh, am I not moving fast enough? Yeah, not whatever. Did I miss something? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I have a client that does this every session Mm -hmm. and I talk to the client and I tell them, so you just going to keep deflecting. That's Mm -hmm. what we're doing in session. Let me know when you're ready to work on your stuff because I'm not going to keep doing this with you because this is not mm-hmm. healthy mm-hmm. for you. This is not my session. So for you to deflect towards me, I, what you want me to do with that? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Dang. Yeah. That, that got me stunned. <laughs> <laughs> I know that deflection is because it makes me think about like, um like dodgeball. Mm -hmm. you know if you had to have a visual so you have something coming at you you just be like get out of (laughs) here you know (laughs) like wait how you do that how you just completely disregard and move on to something that the other person really hasn't even been able to process the first Mm -hmm. thing that you're even talking about it's mad disrespectful it is i'm like you okay i'm the type of person personally (laughs) you do that to me i'm just gonna walk off and you're just gonna be standing there by yourself i was like oh you must not want to have no conversation with me you wanted to talk to yourself <laughs> okay i'll give you that mm-hmm. and see i'm very opposite of that <laughs> i will definitely so you're just gonna dismiss what i just said oh yes. that's what we're gonna do see i'm i'm i am the one who will confront you real quick uh, mm-hmm. I, that's not what we're talking about i don't understand what you're saying <laughs> <laughs> yes i think for me i'm a it depends on who i'm talking to there's yeah. cer- there are certain people I was getting ready to say she definitely if I tried to do that to her she would and <laughs> so would Dr. Wiles so while she's talking about some she'll walk off she won't walk off from me I mean people that I don't <laughs> care about that's what I'm or either do. of us yeah yeah there's definitely depends on who I'm talking to because I've had uh, people deflect conversation with me before and I'm just like oh okay so this this will be doing okay mm-hmm. and then I'm just standing there like mm. That's why you got to know the people you're dealing with because you mm. really got to, you got to have your energy ready to deal with certain people. Because sometimes, I'm going to be honest, if that happens to me and I'm in certain situations, I'm not going to have the energy to like yeah, do all of that. That's why you. a lot of times people get that version that I said first. Okay, mm-hmm. I'm just going to walk off and leave you there. Yeah. I agree. Yeah, it does. It With certain people, you do have to be prepared. Because (laughs) you have to know who, like you said, Dr. Wall, you have to know who you're dealing with. You have to know their personality and what's getting ready. But then, you know, the thing is, you also have to know if that person is healthy for you to be in in your life, too. Mm -hmm. Because if they do that, I mean, because every now and again and the slip up and all of that, people are not perfect. I get that. But if this is just you, yeah, no, I'm not. I'm not sure about that. This relationship is probably going to end. Yeah, it's problematic. Mm AF. (laughs) AF. Try as to frequent, get her, her cuss words in there as much <laughs> as she can. <laughs> I said as frequent, <laughs> uh, okay. So then let's see, well, let's jump into another type. Um, were there anything other, other words or stuff that y'all want to say about projection? I'm not projection, sorry guys, deflection. <laughs> I didn't, nope. Mm-mm. Uh, you had some pretty interesting ones, Dr. Jones. So I would say uh, the condescending comments. Um, sometimes people will try to talk down to you using condescending or patronizing or dismissive tone in an attempt to belittle you. So, like an example with that, with that would be, "Don't be silly" or "Don't be stupid." You're being ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Who you talking to? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Oh. Didn't we have a session on that? yes oh yeah we did yeah i know that irritates me like i don't like and it's partially because it's one of my love languages so don't disrespect me in mm-hmm. <laughs> one of my love language who you talking to yeah yeah see yeah. I'm, I'm from memphis and we just <laughs> you just don't do that don't disrespect me like that because that's what that's that's when memphis me come out and i try to be delivered from the spirit of slap <laughs> and I just I, but when I, I don't like that's one of the things I don't do is disrespect you know what I mean like I try my best to make sure I'm respectful mm-hmm. to people in my life now obviously I'm not perfect so I do get it wrong sometimes but the people in my life know they can tell me and mm-hmm. I immediately try to correct it right yeah. when you said that a second ago remind me of the little phrase that be going on right now you in my business don't do that <laughs> <laughs> Yes, yes, for sure. Uh-huh. You know, I can't stand condescending. I had a professor uh in graduate school and she was one of the most disrespectful mm-hmm. women I have ever encountered in my life. Um to the point where like I had to pull a dictionary out to explain to her <laughs> that you can use that or which <laughs> in a sentence and it was wow. okay. Or you could leave either of them out and the sentence would still be like grammatically correct. Yeah. Cause we speak weird English. And yes. We, we're not supposed to write like we speak, but we do. Yes. <laughs> and I don't know what it is about a condescending tone Oof. or it's, it really gets into me. Uh-huh. Was this your doctorate or your master's? Doctorate. Mm. It's something about that school. Uh, mm-hmm. It's uh-huh. look. It's something about that school. Uh-huh. Yes, <laughs> and like I could feel like the the wanting to fight uh-huh. come Got out of heat me. Rise. Yeah, the heat. The for those that ascribe to astrology, the Aries in me. <laughs> Was rising. Mm-hmm. And if you know anything about Aries, <laughs> they crazy. They choose death daily. It takes a lot <laughs> though. It takes a lot. It does. Them to get there. It do. It, does. it do. it do. It's not easy, but I could feel it in my bones. And I was like, you know what? Now I got to prove you wrong mm-hmm. because you're trying to make me believe that what mm-hmm. I, that what I know to be correct is not correct. Mm-hmm. So, but for someone that doesn't have that much, you know, kind of self, mm, Cause I don't feel like worth is the right word, but you know, that just kind of internal f- fortitude, mm-hmm. you know, they're not going to challenge that, yeah, you know, the boundaries are not as firm, right. They're just going to roll with it and say, okay, you know, all right. And kind of back down. But this also the, the manipulator also has to understand who they're dealing with. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They typically choose a certain type of person. Oh mm-hmm. yeah. That's right. why I always love when I can say, Oh, you chose the right one. Mm -hmm. because you about to get it you got the right one today yes and and that's the thing like i said i'm from memphis so we you know you you gotta (laughs) you gotta be ready because at any point in time some some gang may try to get you if you're in the right area or something Mm -hmm. so i know for me condescending well from what i'm told condescending used to be my 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 Mm -hmm. go-to for protection Mm -hmm. gotcha um but I think as I've gotten older, I've learned how to argue Something. better. Yeah. Argue better. <laughs> it, when I say argue better, I'm not being, I'm not saying being forceful, but like articulate what I'm trying yeah. to say better. You're not trying no, to yeah. cut people before they get to you. Exactly. And, and not, and people know me that know me now know that if I use that type of tone with them to tell me so I can correct it, cause that's not what I'm meaning to do. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, It's just what, I mean, my upbringing, well, not upbringing, my surroundings. Yeah. Do you guys believe that this form of manipulation, that some people use it as a protective factor? Yep. Uh, Yes. I don't think everybody's coming from the perspective of manipulation. Mm -hmm. Um, It does manipulate, but then there are people who actually use it for manipulation. Mm -hmm. No, but yeah, I do think so. I would say that that's pretty true for all of these in some way mm-hmm. that you have, it's two ends of the spectrum. You have people that use it for the purposes of manipulating the person in order to get something out of them mm-hmm. or get over on them or mm-hmm. get out of something. And then some people it happens and it happens to manipulate the person, but my intent wasn't to manipulate mm-hmm. you. Yeah. yeah. Cause I definitely think, I was not intending to manipulate anybody. Yeah. It was just me protecting myself mm-hmm. because you can't be no punk. Yeah. <laughs> now interns, that does not mean that you give people the benefit of the doubt. Cause I do not like that phrase or that action. Mm-hmm. It means that you are still going to have to hold that person accountable for what they are doing to you. If you don't tell the person, then they're going to continue to run over you or they, that might be the purpose anyway is for them to run over you. So you do have to make sure you set a, a clear cut, boundary. Mm-hmm. I definitely agree because I would not have ever thought that I needed to change anything if it had people not called me out. <laughs> I'm serious yeah. you know because I've and because my biggest thing I was always the captain of the dance teams I was a part of mm-hmm. and I would always start with you know y'all. I can be very firm I can be very aggressive if I'm too aggressive with you please let me know come and talk to me don't mm-hmm. you know feel like you have to talk about me behind my back or go you know what come and talk to me so that I can apologize for what I've done and I can, you know, I can explain to you what I'm meaning. I'm not, because I, my intentions was never to manipulate anybody. Right. They weren't supposed to do that. You were in position of power <laughs> on the dance team. You know how that go. Mm. So I, but you're right. Cause, <laughs> so I did try to watch my tone mm. and I watched their behavior. I started being a psychologist a long time ago, but I started, <laughs> I watched their behavior. So if I did say something and they, in their position changed, their attitude changed, I knew I said something that wasn't right, and so mm-hmm. I, I I would immediately try to correct it gotcha. so that I can make sure it was a smooth mm-hmm. practice. I think something else, you know, while we're talking about types of manipulation, I, I do think that in the future something that would be good for us to talk about would be types of leaders, and, you know, and you know the, the the expectations and the roles that come along with the different types of leadership. Yeah, because be you know mm-hmm. you have like this inferential, you know, of course we're not doing the psych one-on-one right just right this second guys (laughs) but um but you know I think that would be good because when you think about manipulation it has a power differential kind of inherently attached to it yeah you know because if the person is manipulating with the intent to manipulate then I already have a step above where you're at Mm -hmm. because you're unaware of what my underlying intention is Mm -hmm. yeah yeah no that makes sense Okay, so what else is on your list, Dr. Jones? So I have devaluation or jokes at your expense. And this one is uh, they may tease you online, seek to humiliate you in front of others by making Mm. fun of the way you walk, talk or dress or even worse about something you can't control such as your eyes, nose, ears, face, height or skin color. You know, this one's a hard one for me because... My husband and I play the dozens with each other. <laughs> As you have said before. All the time. <laughs> and just hearing that, I'm like, dang, are we out here manipulating each other? <laughs> no, y'all joking. Yeah. yeah. No, I, I feel like that's a different situation. You know this person, you're not coming from a place of disrespect. Y'all are both in agreement, because mm-hmm. that's what manipulation is. That's the problem. Both parties are not in agreement with what is being said and what's going on. And yeah, your so motives. Bad. Your motives are not trying to get anything from some either of the person, mm-hmm. e- either of the people. Mhm. Yeah. And so this one this one reminded me of the saying um, sticks and stones may break my bones but words will never he- hurt me. That is the a lies. lie. <laughs> words The do- lies. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Pure lies. Words can actually hurt you and they stick and stay. If anything, I would go to say it's the exact opposite. Opposite. Words are the things that hurt you and, you know, stay for years and years and years and years. And while the the sticks or whatever that, you know, means, those hurt for the temporary. And, you know, you may bleed a little bit, but eventually that piece is going to heal. And you may even have a scar from it. But, It's still healed. Mm -hmm. I feel like in this particular uh, area of manipulation, the humiliation is just no joke. Like that's, that makes my skin crawl. So I don't do well with that. So even like when I have to help my couples in the the BDSM world, that is a form of -hmm. that humiliation. It's hard for me to, to do that one. And I have to refer them out because Mm. I'm like, I'm gone fight one of y'all so Mm -hmm, (laughs) mm -hmm, mm -hmm. so I think you have to really you know listen and I think that's going to be the commonality amongst all of these you really have to listen to your inner person and be like okay am I okay with this like what are they doing like and you have to think this person is supposed to love me or at least like me why would they have to do that to me Mm-hmm. But then they take it a step further and say you're being too sensitive or you're being overly emotional. Yeah, like that that right that part right there <laughs> is what pisses me off. Yeah. yeah, don't first of all you don't tell me how I feel. I tell you how I feel. Mm-hmm. Y'all don't get mad. <laughs> <laughs> Come back.
1: Well, I was just thinking
0: along the same lines of what you ladies were saying is that this is it dehumanizes you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know it it takes away your ability to just be in a moment. Yep. You know, you don't get a chance to process. You don't get a chance to really think about it because you're already telling me that what I'm thinking is wrong, and you shouldn't be doing that. And you're you're being, you know. So then, let me make jokes about you then, mm-hmm. and I'm not even asking permission. Let me just start it. But you know, they can't handle that. It's, you know, that's oh, but who now, now? Who being too sensitive? See, I'm petty. Damn, <laughs> <laughs> <them>. damn. <laughs> you know, and you know, I will honestly say the last serious relationship i was in i had that all through it mm. Mm. but because we had been together off and on for so long you kind of overlook stuff like that mm, yeah. until one day you just fully grow into your woman mm-hmm. and you just like oh this m is crazy this the edited version this m and is crazy i'm <laughs> gonna have to yoke him verbally you know yeah. this always must just, be some friction You know, it's just, (laughs) it don't work. And at the end of the day, you kind of have to sit back and be like, why would you need to talk to me like that to get your needs met? Mm -hmm. Especially when you have an individual that is willing to meet whatever your needs are. Yeah. Yeah. So mm -mm. yeah, you have to be careful with that. And then they try to give you an insincere apology just to shut you up. Yeah. My favorite. Well, I'm sorry if I hurt your feelings. Oh, that. <laughs> that. I couldn't get it out my mouth fast <laughs> enough. Oh, well, I'm sorry you felt that way. Mm-hmm. Like, wait, what? What do you mean you're sorry that I felt that way? Mine is always, oh, well, you know, I didn't mean that. Y'all should have saw all of our faces. We all froze.
1: Mm. <laughs> like, but you said you it, though.
0: If you didn't mean it, why'd you do it? You don't have no self-control? Mm-hmm. Clearly. <laughs> yeah. Mm. It's, uh- so, yeah, y'all got to tell us what y'all think about those. I know. <laughs> look, we only have about a little less than halfway in. And I'm like, Jesus Christ. Those were enough right there. We probably could stop. Okay. Because <laughs> I'm like, we haven't even gotten into the types of manipulation that involve other people. Mm-hmm. Mm. Mm-hmm. So speaking of that, look at that segue. Thank you, Dr. Strickland. <laughs> How's uh, she going to think <laughs> herself. <I know. laughs> uh, So one... Uh, Other type of manipulation is triangulation. Mm -hmm. And so this is now, I'm going to manipulate, but I'm going to add some folks to the mix for the manipulation. nobody be dissenting this (laughs) (laughs) so what this particular type is so if i am you know having a discussion with you or argument with you and then we're in front of somebody so let's say it's me dr jones and dr wall and me and dr jones are having a discussion and we are uh disagreeing about something and i go say dr wall nope (laughs) tell dr jones XYZ mm-hmm. that's triangulation. So what I have now just done is I've tried to get somebody to come onto my side mm-hmm. to add more weight to my argument, to overpower the other person and basically shut them out. know <laughs> Just to piggyback off of what you were saying earlier, a lot of times triangulators are people in leadership roles as well, Mm. Mm -hmm. you know, kind of similar to the person who just left office. Mm. Mm -hmm. I'm going to turn my mic off. I'm going to turn it right on off so I can say what I need to say. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Yes. Um, (laughs) I always think you see triangulation a lot in families. Mm. Oh, yes. A lot. Yeah. Especially when it's parents and children. Mm hmm. You see it in divorce proceedings, oh, uh, uh, custody battles. You try to get the child on my side. You know, tell your tell your mama you want to stay with me. Mm-hmm. That should not be. I'm six. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you or t- t- you
1: tell, or your tell your wife.
0: wife. <laughs> 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 you tell yourself. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah. Worry thinking, about yourself. <laughs> uh, tell your um. You know, tell me what's going on at your 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 mama house. Why am I in the middle? I don't want to be in the middle. Mm-hmm. And then if you not if you if they don't, then you in trouble. Mm-hmm. Right? That is so unhealthy for children. So if parents of in- interns please don't do your children like that. Right? Because the only thing that a triangulator is, is doing is proving that you don't have the ability to articulate your argument in an effective way. So now you need somebody else to do it for you. Reinforcement. So you either need to just stop because you don't have enough information. You haven't developed a way to speak what you're trying to say in a way that, you know, gets your point really across. Like You need to stop and disengage from the discussion. Instead of manipulating the other person to try to get somebody on your side and, you know, double team this person. Yeah, I agree. I think I think people have to learn how to articulate what it is that they're trying to communicate, you know, because in my in my sessions, and I'm sure you ladies probably do this, too. I have clients that come in and they like, I I don't know what to say. I don't know how to explain it. And I tell them, just say the words that's in your head and we'll figure it out and put it together Mm -hmm. all the time. And so that may be, if you're not used to communicating and articulating what you are thinking and feeling, you may have to start out that way. And you may have to preface the conversation by saying, Hey, I'm just going to say the thoughts that's coming, that's in my head and my emotions that's attached to it. It may not sound right. I'll fix it up. I just need to say, say what's in my head. Mm -hmm. Brain dump. mm -hmm. Yeah. People can be a lot more forgiving if you do something along those lines. Cause then they already know that it's about, it may come out sideways Yes. and I won't take it personally, <laughs> mm-hmm. but if you just walk up to me and start saying some crazy bull, mm-hmm. uh, corn, <laughs> <the only> and, <laughs> problem. Yeah, yeah, it's going to be, you know, consequences and repercussions up in here. Right. And Cause the thing is, honestly, the three of us do that to each other all the time, not to, not, uh, t- toward each other, but we may need to vent. Mm-hmm. And we and we just kind of say it how we need to say it because it and we don't take offense to it because we know it's not directed towards us. We just needed to say what we needed to say. hmm. Yeah, absolutely. One other thing with triangulation is also important that uh, you realize that there are times where the person that is the perpetuator of this is trying to get other people to be seen in a different light, too. Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. So it's it's almost a touch of bullying but it's not technically the the visual, visualization is not bullying but mm-hmm. behind the scenes it's like a it's a manipulation mm-hmm. of how other people are viewing this person and trying to get them to um be at the top of the hierarchy by manipulating other people to come in and boost them up. Mm-hmm. That reminds me a lot of um splitting uh-huh. uh so for we going to preface this in asterisk disclaimer for our therapist heads out there. We know that splitting specifically is related to borderline personality. Mm-hmm. That's not the type of splitting we're talking about. Uh, we are talking about splitting with the purposes of manipulation. Mm-hmm. Um, so what Dr. Wall was just describing that reminds me a lot of splitting is kind of where you, um, control the information between two sets of people mm-hmm. to basically control the narrative. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that narrative could be that person's image, um, you know, how a sequence of events, you know, kind of took place. It could be a lot of different reasons, but your purpose is that I want it to go the way that I want it to go. Mm-hmm. It's, that reminds me of um, the session we did on family secrets. Mm. Yes. Where they only control, you know, what, is being released outside of the family or what people with, even within the family know has actually happened. Mm-hmm. So we got to make sure this person continues to look pristine and mm-hmm. all of that. So yeah, it manipulation can be in multiple, multiple areas. Oh, so in sure. order for, for you to avoid the triangulation, you know, if you have to speak with someone regarding a touchy subject, have a difficult conversation with someone be ready to have that conversation with them alone or not in the presence of other people. Or if they need to have a difficult conversation with you, make sure like if they need to have mm-hmm. a witness, then we, you're not ready to talk to me because mm-hmm. you, you obviously will not be able to articulate what mm-hmm. you need to say in confidence in knowing that you believe what you believe yeah. and you're mm-hmm. saying what you're thinking. And if you need somebody, then you need to go to mediation. Mm -hmm. That's somebody that is unbiased between the two of you, not someone that's on your side or on the other person's side. So mediation is an option. Yes, absolutely. Okay. You had some additional ones as well. uh, Dr. Jones. Yes, Oh, I did. Um, So let's see. Exploders. You want to go to that one? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. Uh, These are people who bully others because it seems to work for them. Most people are terrified of conflict and conf- confrontation. These people, you feel like you have to walk on eggshells around. Absolutely. You know, this reminds me of like the, I think of like bar fights. <laughs> <laughs> when I think of exploders, like what are you, you trying to huff and puff and like get your chest out? Like, you know, you don't want to fight. You really don't want to fight. But like, let me. They act aggressive and oh, hostile. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I'm going to try to manipulate the situation because I really don't want to fight. But if I look real big and like mm-hmm. scary, then, you know, maybe you'll believe me and like not. That reminds me of dogs with a big bark. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> you think they're way bigger or way more vicious. hmm. Mm-hmm. These are really, this is really the true uh, definition of a bully. But we won't talk about bully in its traditional form. Mm-hmm. We're just, this is the manipulation part of it. Yeah, well, I mean, so exploders are people that have really huge emotional displays. Because this could, this doesn't also, excuse me, this just doesn't mean anger. You know, this isn't just screaming and yelling. This mm-hmm. is you start crying mm-hmm. all of a sudden, mm-hmm. and you know, your kind, your facial expressions, your mm-hmm. body language, right? Uh, all of that sends like a clear message that I'm trying to motivate or manipulate you to do something I want you to do. Mm-hmm. Oh, right. Really happy people. Hmm. overly happy oh mm-hmm. Mm you know it's not just the negative emotions it can be the ones that people deem to be positive absolutely mm. wow that love bombing kind of thing oh god Ooh, that irritates me <laughs> I oh, mean, yes. Hey, love. Yeah. I mean, it's <laughs> it's manipulation. Yeah. You mm-hmm. know, it's not necessarily an explosion. Mm-hmm. I mean, but, well, no, no it's it an is. explosion of love. It's a bomb. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And that reminds me of people who know that their relationship are, is at the end and they do. They try to do everything to prevent from being abandoned. Oh, well, yeah. We're breaking up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we're done. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want no, it. this is over. This is over. It's nothing you're going to be able to do. <laughs> <laughs> But these people, you know, exploders. So if you, you know, use your emotional, you know, kind of display to control the situation, this makes people not want to deal with you mm-hmm. because you're probably the most visual out of out of all of the manipulators. It's the easiest to see and kind of spot because you. It's like, oh, hold on, oh, here you go.
1: Mhm.
0: Mhm. Uh-uh. All it, right. It's just intimidation. Cause they don't want, they want to make sure that whenever they say jump, you say how high. Mm -hmm. Is this the one where the voice starts getting raised? Mm -hmm. Y'all know. I'm always like, so you talking louder. You think that's, that don't prove your point. No. it make you, you screaming. Why are you screaming? Mm -hmm. They're yelling. (laughs) uh, I found a quote by Desmond Tutu. He said, don't raise your voice, improve your argument. Yeah. Because people uh, raise their voice in an attempt to (laughs) dominate the conversation and intimidate you into backing down. The louder you talk don't make you more right. Mm -hmm. Mm -mm. Mm -hmm. If anything, it makes you look more foolish, loud and wrong. That's a a real statement, (laughs) loud and wrong. And that's the Mm -hmm. one who gets caught. The way you confront this type of person (laughs) is you (laughs) ask them, why are you yelling? And be it just as calm as, and non-aggressive, non-emotional, non-submissive, but very matter of fact, mm-hmm. why are you yelling? And then they're going to say, because I'm angry. I'm pissed off. Yeah. But, but why, why are you yelling? yelling? <laughs> and that's something you can also, on a another note, use with your children when they are having an explosion of emotions. You know, do you, what do you need from me? Like, how can I help you? Like, you don't. Go there with them. Mm, you right. need to use your Michelle Obama. When they go low, we got to go high, like in this situation, because it's not going, <laughs> it ain't going to work out well if yeah. y'all both just escalate. Yeah, you have to learn how to de-escalate the situation. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because, you know, it puts me in the mind that an exploder is going to want one of two things from you. They're either going to want you to back down and kind of, you know, cower and do what they want you to do. Mm-hmm. Or you have the people that are on the more extreme end that want you to rise up with them. Mm. I'm trying to figure out which one I would be. Hmm. Because I'm ready. I'm ready for the fight. Y'all know know I'm I'm always. (laughs) Yes, I'm always. I I told y'all. Get these hollow points. I will. (laughs) I will be Lafanya at this point. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. As a matter of fact, I'm not even Lafanya. I am Fanny.
1: <laughs>
0: Mm. It's just certain things. When you get to certain places, you can't come back from. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you, you done made somebody else come out and she's going to meet you gladly. You be prepared. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I th- talk with clients about, you know, when you are kind of going up that mountain, of anger and frustration or whatnot, and because this is going to be manipulative, and this mm-hmm. is again whether you can use it both ways with the intent to manipulate or it just happens to be a manipulation, mm-hmm. you need to be catching it on the way up. Yes, because once you've reached the peak of that mountain of whatever type of heightened emotion that you're experiencing, you got to let it ride itself out. Mm-hmm. You know, you're not going to be in a headspace to hear, calm down. Or you know, let's talk it out. You're just not going to be there. But if you can catch it on its on the way up, when you're at annoyed or frustrated or irritated, you can handle the situation much better versus when you've gotten all the way up to rage. And yeah. you know the thing is, I I we say, uh, you know, we're always ready and things that of that nature. But please trust and believe, we're therapists, and honestly. We try to put that hat down, but when something like that comes up, I think for all of us, we probably put that hat back on, and it's like, okay, I'm gonna listen to you for a minute, and it's I'm a gonna calm try to he- Uh huh. And I'm gonna try <laughs> to make sure, you know, I can try to help you come back down. But please don't take me for no punk, cause what you not getting ready to? I'm talking. Y'all should see me. I'm talking to my mic like somebody is in front of me. What you You're not gonna do? <laughs> <laughs> and see, that's I think people don't realize. When you get to a place of calm rage, it's worse because now I'm calculated and I'm considering all things. I'm not just acting impulsively. I'm like, <laughs> I got a whole plan. And once we get out of this situation, you, for me personally, you're probably not ever going to see me again because mm-hmm. I don't like the way you handling me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree with that. 'Cause I will leave you I'm not because I don't I don't like funny to come out. Not no more. <laughs> no. Not the I done mean reached version. my no. self actualization. Yes. Yep. She only at here the top out, of y'all. my <laughs> Maslow's hierarchy of needs. Yes. And you're pulling me down from the top of my pyramid. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. I don't want Michelle to come out. Yeah. Don't so. too many people know her. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm glad I don't. <laughs> yeah. Only people that know funny is my family. Mm, <laughs> so no explosion, explosion. <laughs> explosion. Uh okay. Uh so do we have any other types that we want to cuz again guys, we said this at the beginning of the session. Mm-hmm. There are so many types of manipulation that it would be almost impossible for us to cover them all in one session we would literally just be sitting here reading definitions to you guys um, so one that I uh, wanted to add was moving the goal post that's, mm, that's a good one uh, so those that don't know what moving the goal post is is you set some expectation for a person and then they reach that expectation but then you say okay but now I need you to do this and you just keep doing that so that person never actually reaches the point of where they've accomplished whatever it is that you wanted them to accomplish so for example um if you and your spouse are you know having some sort of disagreement and you say well if you just go to therapy then we'll be okay so then they go to they go to therapy and you're still not happy so well if you just take me on a trip then we'd be good and take you on a trip well, now I need you to, I want to have a baby. So now you have a baby. Well, now I need you to. Buy me a house. Mm-hmm. And you just keep stacking and stacking and stacking. And yeah. the person never gets to the end result. Yeah. The touchdown. Yeah. It, it, first yeah. of all, if you with someone and they say all of that, and then they want a baby. Uh-uh. <laughs> no, no, you no. Don't share that. that with them. Uh-uh. Cause then if you feel like at any point that you need to leave, now you stuck. Mm-hmm. Um, and and I, when I say stuck, I, even if you do still decide to leave, you still stuck because you have a child together and yeah. you got to share. Absolutely. I've had several of my lady clients deal with the moving of the goalpost. One on both sides, them moving the goalpost for their partner. Um. And you know, one of the struggles that they had was, hearing how unfair that was to their partner despite what their partner was putting them through. Mhm. That wow. you know, you've set these goals for him for you to stay in this relationship yeah. and he's making attempts to do this, but now you want to add on all of this extra stuff because you see him making progress there, but you didn't lay out all of this stuff from the get-go. Yeah, cuz most times they don't want to stay in the first place. They just are not in a good enough place to say, I don't want you no more. Or the the thing is, they are not happy with themselves. So they don't, they are expecting for someone else to make them happy or mm-hmm. peaceful, content, all of those. <laughs> <laughs> and every time they, you know, reach that goal and it's, they're still not happy. It's like, why, why am I still not happy? I thought that's what I wanted. And so now I'm asking you to do something, you know, so on and so forth. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it leaves the other person, you know, that's be experiencing you moving the goalpost or uh, whatnot. It leaves them with this sense of they'll never be good enough. You know, I can't make you happy. It's always something, you know, you'll hear stuff like that. Yeah. You know, you're never satisfied. You always want more. You know, I can't never do anything to please you. Like it'll always be something in those in that line. And it really starts to mess with the other person's, you know, kind of self-esteem, self-image and self-confidence and it will lower, you know, their, the way they feel and think about themselves Mm -hmm. because you're constantly telling them that they need to do more and more and more. Um, And it doesn't matter whether they've achieved the other thing or not. Yeah. You just keep adding on. And then the thing is I've had couples like that and, they come in and I ask them, "Well, what is it that's going to bring you joy in your life?" And they don't even know. Mm-hmm. And so then I have to start confronting that because obviously that's something that's brought out in the session. So how how are you expecting for your spouse to accomplish this or meet that expectation, and you don't even know if it's going to make you satisfied or not? Right. So why do they need to keep trying? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Y'all, you know another one that I think is important for us to kind of visit, and we talked about it, but I feel like because we also have a large following of women, Mm -hmm. um, the flirt, Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. it's it's essentially men and women can do this, but you see it oftentimes with women, and they tend to use their womanly wiles (laughs) (laughs) to to get what they want. (laughs) They're attracting people, they're pulling them in, and they're using something a lot of times it is sexual, Mm -hmm. you know, um, a prime example of this is a gold digger, Mm. Mm -hmm. you know, Mm -hmm. she going to do what she need to do to get the coins. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Secure the bag, you know? So (laughs) I think it's important that you realize that that is a form of manipulation because you're not being genuine. You're not being honest. You're not showing up as like whoever it is you are, but it's, uh, utilizing sex or some type of, um, physical touch or something like that as a catalyst to move the person into the area that they want them to be in. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That body language is serious on that. Oh yeah. (laughs) Body roll. (laughs) (laughs) Hair flip. (laughs) Yeah. I would also say that the person, the flirt is somebody that, you know, they just enjoy being the center Mm -hmm. of attention, you know, and they love people giving them accolades and all so they will you know manipulate situations so that you know that all is kind of placed on me and that can be done in a variety of ways I may act out and act bratty Mm -hmm. you know or I may over you know sexualize myself Mm -hmm. I may ghost you for a couple of days right you know because it's about me Mm -hmm. and you're not making it about me so now I gotta do something to punish you Mm -hmm. grand Mm -hmm. yeah and they don't typically ever feel remorse it's always like mm-hmm. oh well then they shouldn't have been stupid enough to believe me or stupid enough to follow through with what I asked them to do really I didn't, really? I didn't tell him he had to spend his money he just said he wanted to spend his money on me Mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> mm. no comment I, I like I had a whole yeah I saw that I, I a saw a situation <laughs> pop up in my head because I have a a, a sugar baby for people who don't know what a sugar baby is, it is someone who is significantly old, uh, younger than the person that they are dating. So a sugar baby, sugar daddy, or sugar mama. Or if you're a non-binary glucose guardian, you know. So Hold on, wait a minute. You can't just... <laughs> You can't skip over that, gloss over that, like, like we didn't just hear you say "glucose guardian," <laughs> glucose, glucose guardian. dependent. <laughs> but either way, you see that oftentimes in wait, those wait, types wait. Uh, of relationships, what is she, a glucose guardian. She's still trying to gloss over <laughs> the fact that what she "What you want to know? What you want? What is know? it? Tell them a sugar daddy or sugar mama." Oh, uh-huh. it's just a non-binary version. Ah. Huh. Huh okay educate Mm -hmm. us i know because i did not i have never heard of that me neither i was like wait a minute that's gluten-free what is going (laughs) on not (laughs) gluten-free okay you got that diabetes version (laughs) like what is going on i was like like, glucose guardian i was like let me get some of that glucerna (laughs) oh or my God. goodness <laughs> I hell. love it okay Yum. I'm gonna start using that instead of uh, sugar daddy and sugar mama and sugar baby I'm gonna mm-hmm. say your glucose guardian <laughs> actually all of the oses sucrose maltose <laughs> glucose <laughs> sugars,
1: the sugars. Oh, all the God. sugars fructose <laughs> I got my eyes running
0: <laughs> I love that one. Oh. This is no shade, please, to our non binary folks. Um, no, not just at jokes. All. <laughs> yeah, we, we honestly, we really didn't know what that was. Yeah, that was literally my first time hearing that ever in my 37.75 years. I'm not telling you how old first I am. First of all, it's not 7.5. <laughs> <laughs> 0.95. Thank <laughs> you. I was like, <laughs> oh, oh, goodness. But yes, what else? We see, we done totally, we deflected. (laughs) Non-manipulative. Yeah, Yeah, because you you didn't even finish telling us. um... No, I was just using that as an example. Uh For like that type of relationship tends to have someone who is a flirt Mm -hmm. and manipulates Mm. with their body to get what they want. Or the anticipation of probably getting that. Because a lot of times, to be honest, sugar babies, don't really do a lot of sexual things. They're just arm candy or they're companions. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm. Mm-hmm. We had a good old time at the end here. <laughs> mm-hmm. That was funny to me. Yeah, me too. Wow. Well, do we do we want to dive into any more types of manipulation or do we want to... I think we've given them a a substantial list. Yeah, because I feel like if we keep going, it's, I mean, it's never ending. Yes. Y'all, it is never ending manipulation. Mm -hmm. I think we can give them this to digest and see if this is going on in their lives Mm -hmm. before we give them an exhaustive (laughs) list. Yeah. I'm telling you guys, Dr. Jones probably got about six more types. I think I got about <laughs> four or five more on mine. And it ain't no telling how many Dr. Wall got over there on her list. So yeah. like we said earlier, this is not an exhaustive lip, list of the types of manipulation, but we did want to give you an introduction to select so like Dr. Jones says, so you can be aware of kind of how, you know, people are dealing with you, how you're dealing with other people, um, so that you're more aware because, you know, one of the points of what we're doing here is we want to help educate you on what's going on around in your world so that you can move differently. You know, we also want to make you laugh, you know, because we love <laughs> the joke and, you know, be clowns up in here. But <laughs> we still want to do it with a little bit of Psych 101 mixed yes. in there. Yes. Okay. So as is customary, guys, we usually end our sessions off with a quote and it will be brought to you today. Dr. Wall. <laughs> <laughs> so the quote reads If there is someone in your life that you can't speak the truth to and you walk on eggshells to avoid upsetting them, you are being controlled or manipulated.
1: Must be this control.
0: So, okay, interns, process your notes. Be sure to catch us next session and find us on all major platforms at the Recycled Podcast. If you're a new intern, be sure to like, comment, subscribe, and share. Thanks for listening. And remember, we are shifting and reshaping our psyche through healing conversations and connections, one discussion at a time.